Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. This is your host, Kelsey Alexander, and each week I will be bringing you episodes on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. So the audio for my little intro thing might sound a little bit different this week because I am actually not at home. I am currently sitting on my bed at Disney's Pop Century Resort. <laughs> um, I am on vacation with my friend Liz, who y'all have heard on um on the podcast before, and um, my voice is a little hoarse. I went and saw Lainey uh, on Thursday night, and I still haven't fully gotten my voice back, and um, y'all hear about that on the podcast episode this week, um, but as you know, I was joined last week by Braylee Schmidt, and I just want to say thank you again to Braylee. Thank you to all of you guys for um, all of your messages that you've sent me, that you've sent her, um, and just the awesome feedback and um, positive encouragement that we've gotten um, from that episode. Um, It obviously wasn't the easiest one ever to do. So I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, thank you again, Braylee, for your vulnerability and for coming on and sharing your story. And this week, um, the topic is living your best life. And truly no one is better at living their best life, in my opinion, than Anthony Sanchez. So stay tuned. And here we go. And now I'm joined by the one and only Anthony Sanchez. Hey, thank you for having me, Kelsey. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you for making time in your always changing schedule (laughs) for me. I feel like, are you home right now? Like, are you in, are you in New York? Are you in North Carolina? Like, where are you? Yeah. So I'm actually in North Carolina right now, which is where my uh, current, I guess, if you can call it a home base um, is for now. (laughs) Um, I'll be here for the time being until I decide to do the next thing. But yeah, for now, I am in North Carolina. I just got back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I guess to give everybody a little bit of background, um, if you want to tell them, you know, who you are, we now know where you live um, and kind of, you know, how we know each other and how you got to be a part of this podcast. (laughs) All right. Yeah, perfect. So um, as she said, my name is Anthony and I am 33 and I my my actual pretty much hometown is Syracuse, New York. That's where I spent most of my life, but I have dabbled here and there in other places. Um, one of my main outside of work things that I like to do is I am an admin for the Talent Fans um, Facebook group. So that's how I got to know a bunch of my friends that Kelsey knows as well. And how I know Kelsey is through the MTV Challenge and between different fan pages, different posts and uh the challenge mania events that we have both attended which mm-hmm. we attended one together and didn't even know each other or meet yeah. each other that time <laughs> that was a bummer when we realized that I know. um but it missed opportunity and then fast forward a year and a half later mm-hmm. we are actually together reunited as friends with an actual plan to meet and spend the whole yeah. weekend with, <laughs> with each other and with a couple of our friends and it was just a blast and uh you know, just, just through that. Also, I became a fan of the podcast, which is, I'd like to say that is how I became a, uh, a, a part of today's podcast is, yeah. you know, I, I love listening to you. And I know that I message you and tell you that I'm a fan, which <laughs> I think is the really cool thing is that you do have your friends on here, but I feel like we are all fans and do better. That's so sweet. Podcast, so. <laughs> well, that's really sweet. I mean, y'all have heard me say a million times on here that, you know, I, and I mean, I say it in my intro and all that, like, but I, 
I feel like there are platforms for certain people to tell certain stories, but I didn't really feel like there was a platform where anybody could tell any story. And, you know, like today's episode, like I'm sure we'll get into like some like needy greedy stuff. Um, (laughs) But, but, you know, it's, it's all, it's going to be a super like uplifting and positive episode, which I think, um, you know, me and Braley ended our episode um, on, you know, toxic relationships and thriving, uh, you know, over surviving um, on a very positive note, but it was a heavier episode. So I was like, let's have Anthony on here. <laughs> We're going to talk about living it up. Um, yes. Because so, so for those of you that don't know that, um, you know, if you skip through my intro, my in- I try to keep my intro short. So hopefully nobody does that. Um, <laughs> but if you did, uh, this week's episode t- um, title and topic is on living your best life. Um, and so we're, we're in an age of social media, right. Of, of hashtags and filters and everything else. And so, you know, I mean, we've seen, you know, I mean, Cardi B has, you know, songs about, you know, living your best life and, um, you know, there's the live your best life hashtag and all that. And if you scroll through that, I did that earlier today and some things like seem very authentic, but some things seem very like disingenuine and very like, if I was in a different place in my life than I am now, I would be really discouraged, you know, and really like, oh, well, my life isn't great because I'm not doing these things. And so I just want to preface this episode with like, you know, us talking about like, quote, living your best life. The key term there is like your best life. So like what I'm doing, what Anthony's doing, it might work for you. It might not, but like, you've got to figure out what works for you because it's your life. And like, no one else have, has any authority over that other than you. Um, and I think that's a big key thing into like, you know, finding your center and finding like your joy in things is, um, you know, being focused on your life and not, you know, wanting what other people have. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to be inspired by people, but it's another to, you know, like for envy to kind of creep in, I guess. Not agree more. Yep. Not agree more. And I'm really happy that you said that because, um, just real quick, um, one way that I tell on myself, if you can tell (laughs) in real life, that the like 1% of time that I'm being like disingenuous is, is if I'm doing something and somebody's got their camera out, I say, do it for the gram because it's not authentically me. It's something that I know is going to be posted mm-hmm. and it, I am literally doing it for Instagram. Yeah. Doing it for the gram. That is a yeah. telltale sign of if I'm just like being obnoxiously yeah. uh, um, planned for something. Yeah. yeah. So, so this concept of like live your best life, you know, I mean, if anybody follows you on social media, which I will make sure to put your, um, your tags in the show notes here, because if you don't follow Anthony on social media, you need to do so because he's just the best time. Um, and so if anybody follows you on social media, they know you're, um, not necessarily a jet setter, but like a, 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 I don't know, car setter, like like you're just like driving all over the place. Right. Like, um, so, you know, have, has that always been a part of your life, you know, to travel and to go places or is that something, you know, that has become something recently? Um, no, yeah, that's definitely been me as, as far back as I can remember. So, <laughs> you know, when I, the first example of me actually taking like the bull by the horns and being like, I want to go somewhere is that my oldest sister, um, lived in Seattle at the time and is actually now back there again. She took a break in between, but uh, she's back out there again. But back when she's 16 years older than me. So I okay. had a birthday party when I was like, I think it was 11. Uh-huh. And so I got all this money and most kids would be like, oh, I want to go to the toy store. <laughs> I want to get a game or anything like that. 
I told my parents, I was like, can I buy a ticket to go see my sister in Seattle? Oh, <laughs> like, I wanted to fly across the country and go experience that. Yeah. And so that was kind of the first, like, you know, little poking the bear, <laughs> touching the fire, the flame, whatever. Um, and I did that actually for, like, six summers in a row. Yeah. I saved my money to fly out to Seattle to go see my sister for like a month during summer vacation. That's and amazing. then by the time I turned 18 and did my first year of college, I packed up my stuff and moved across the country for my first year <laughs> of course of college. you did. I went out there. Um, but she is very influential in that um, because she likes to go on trips a lot as well, which in three weeks we're meeting up um, in California and going on a cruise, which of course you are. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, it's always been part of my thing. And um and then we'll dive more into like specifics of how and when and why and all that of yeah my traveling. But yeah, that's kind of the basis is I, uh, you know, just had one of the most important people in my life so far away that I wanted to get out there. And then that kind of broke the glass ceiling of being able to be like, I can go anywhere. <laughs> I can do all the things. Yes. So, so, I mean, I know something that, you know, people are going to ask is like, logistically, how do you, how do you handle it? I mean, like, you know, do you drive everywhere? Do you fly most places? Do you have, you know, like memberships with the different hotels and timeshare? Like, how do you, or do are you just like dart at map? I'm going to go there. <laughs> like, how do you kind of plan it all out? Yeah. So I do have a couple of things that definitely, um, aid my ability to be able to travel a lot. So I don't, again, like you said, some things work for certain people, some things do mm -hmm. not work for others. Um, I am very fortunate that I have a couple of things going for me. And that is a, that I do have a reliable car that I do hop in mm -hmm. that gets great fast mileage. Um, so if it's, I want to say a realistic drivable <laughs> amount, but let's be serious. You know me, I will drive pretty much anywhere. Um, right. <laughs> uh, so for the most part, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I do on the East Coast is done by car. It's just mm -hmm. you know, more cost efficient, especially when I was flying out of Syracuse. You can't get right. in and out of Syracuse on a flight for under like four hundred dollars. Right. It so, is. I've I've learned that recently. It is not cheap. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what is what is going on here? Like because you know just you just think, I don't know, like to me, I feel like Syracuse is a big place, but I guess like the airport's like a small, it's not, I mean, it's an international airport, but it's like a smaller international but airport. Tiny. Cause I'm used to like, I mean, the two airports closest to me, there's Louisville, but then there's Nashville and Nashville's enormous airport. So, you know, like that's kind of like my frame of reference. And I guess the Syracuse airport is more like the Memphis airport, like still international, but like smaller. Yes, it's yeah, super small. You flights. can pretty much see the whole thing from like your car. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. there's not like a whole big, like, oh, go this way for multi terminals. Yeah. It's literally just loop once around. That's arrivals, departures, everything. I think there's maybe like 15 gates or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's okay. tiny. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very expensive to get in and out. <laughs> so, I do car or train a lot. I do actually take the train, mm -hmm. which last time I came to see you, yep. Chicago, <laughs> uh, you know, I took the train. So, um, that is number one. Number two, mm -hmm. I know people in so many places, which a lot of that is through the Talent Fans Group mm -hmm. um, in those events or just friends that I grew up with that have relocated. Mm -hmm. um, and they're pretty much like, if you're going to do the work and actually be willing to come to where I am, you've got a place to stay. Oh, for so sure. So that's number yeah. two. You know, like I don't really, yeah. I think Chicago is one of the only times where I actually stayed in a hotel. Yeah. Um, 
just because you know we were all staying in hotels pretty much yeah and, right uh, yeah um, well was, and they <laughs> and, but even then though you had people staying with you so like you know y'all split it yes. it wasn't like a you know like there was a cost share situation so typically so if you're going somewhere I mean I guess that makes sense you're going somewhere to see people um you know so you're gonna stay with the people that you're going to see um yeah. so okay what are some of your favorite cities that you visit or that you so, have visited. So favorites that you have visited. And then like, tell me like what's on your list. Oh, yes. I love this because <laughs> I think about it every day. So Good. Um, <laughs> my favorites are definitely, like I said, I went to Seattle a lot. So I still have mm-hmm. a very big you know, place in my heart for that. Um, and then recently I finally got to go to New Orleans last year, literally weeks before everything went to hell. Yeah. Um, so I was <laughs> before, the, for my before the panini press. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Ponda replay, whatever. Yeah. You know what <laughs> the Ponda pond <laughs> replay. Oh my God. I love it. I love that's like, like, obviously like the pandemic was awful and is awful and whatever. I'm not trying to like minimize that, but like the different memes and stuff that have come out of like, cause we're all sick of using the word pandemic. So right. we're like the panini press, the Ponda replay, the Ponderosa, <laughs> like all the different names that we can come up with it. It just brings me like this little smidgen of joy. I sincerely appreciate it. <laughs> Agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was right before that. Um, So I did get to go to New Orleans and then, you know, me and as well as yourself, we're huge music people. So yes. of course, New Orleans has such a cool vibe. Um, One thing I was saying, you know, kind of like how Nashville has a lot of music culture. New Orleans mm-hmm. does as well. The thing I loved about New Orleans as well is that you can walk into one place, it's jazz. You go next door mm-hmm. and it's hip hop. You go next door yeah. and it's country. Like there's so, so much to do in New Orleans. And then just mm-hmm. the food and the culture all around it. Um, both like historical and fun. You know, you can find yeah. lots to do. So one of my favorite places I've ever been for sure. Um, you know that I'm high speed as well. So I love Vegas. <laughs> love going to Absolutely. Vegas. Absolutely. I can Such imagine Vegas with you would be so fun. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> it's so much go. fun. And all we need is like three days. Like Vegas, you do yeah. not have to go to that's, for that's, very that's, long. That's, that's a long weekend. Like that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are probably like my top three um, that I've been to. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, I've actually surprisingly only been out of the U.S. to go to like Canada and Mexico. So I haven't really been, like, I haven't been to Europe anything like that Yet. so i'll save that because i can literally go on and on and on oh, yeah. places i'd like to go over there so i'll stick to the u.s okay. um the top two that i would like to go to is i'd love to go to austin texas i've never been there I've go been with me i used to live there let's go perfect yes and one of my best <laughs> friends lives there as well so let's go perfect. that would be amazing <laughs> um so yeah definitely austin um and then if i had to pick one more it would probably be san diego um so yeah there's a little bit of a twist to that one because i do love the beach like i was born in hawaii so i was born with beaches like Mm -hmm. i love well you know i love to go back there um but um, (laughs) like so san diego just the beach and the like chill vibes that are i think Mm -hmm. more mellow than in la i've been to la Mm -hmm. before um san diego just seems more relaxed and people are just like more chill there and it's Mm -hmm. also where my parents met so i'd love to go there and you know be able to go back 40 or whatever years in time, yeah. 45 years in time that it's been since they met. And it's kind of be like, oh, so this is like, I know it's that's different, so but this is like where it was, you know? So yeah, those would probably be so my cute. top. 
Let's see. I'm trying to think of what my answers would be. So, I was going to say, do I get to ask you? I'd love to. Like, yes. <laughs> so I, so there's been a couple people that have started fussing at me recently because I don't answer my own questions because they're like, yeah, it's great to hear from the guests, but we want to hear from you too. And I'm like, fine. Agreed. Um, so, <laughs> so um, let's see. Favorite places that I've visited. Um, I mean, am I allowed to say Disney World? Does that count? Oh, of course. <laughs> I feel like that's like yes. a default. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like, if you know me, like, other than the fact that, you know, I have a pulse and that Lainey's my favorite band, you know, I love Disney. Um, I'm yes. actually going there Friday. Um, so <laughs> I'll yes. be there for the weekend. Um, and so I'm super excited about that. Liz, who y'all heard on the podcast, I'll be with her and a couple other friends and we're going to drink around the world in Epcot and just have the best time. So that'll be super fun. Um, so obviously Disney, um, I went to Hawaii when I was young. Um, I mean, I was like eight or nine, I think. Maybe I was older. My mom's going to listen to this and be like, you were 14. But I think I was like eight or nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I really, it was really beautiful. Like, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, but I would love to go back, um, you know, when I can really appreciate it. Um, and But I think my favorite place that I visited for a multitude of reasons would be Chicago um it's just like it's such a special place and obviously like it's a special place to me um you know I met so many people there and have wonderful memories with Chicago so um so that that might be might be up there for me um but as far as places I want to go so I have a travel bucket list um I, I've and, heard yeah, <laughs> you've because heard. I told you guys I'm a listener you are <laughs> listen to this um, podcast yes so um uh, and it's funny, like Paul Butler, not too long ago, shout out Paul, um, sent me a travel journal and like he uh, instructed me like that uh, through my travels, I, I fill it out with my adventures and stuff like that. So um, I will keep it to the continental U.S. as well, um, because I've got places on there that are um, uh, outside of that. Um, so I've got uh, Portland, uh, Philadelphia, Seattle. San Francisco, New Orleans. I've been once very briefly. It was for a football tournament. So I don't remember any of it. Um, the Grand Canyon. I can check off Chicago because I've been there now. Um, I want to go back to Vegas because I went when I was like a teenager and I know it was not as much fun as it could have been. Um, and then the next three that I have on here, I get to check off soon. So I have Boston and Maine on here, and I will be going to Boston and Maine next weekend. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. Um, so Boston and Maine, and then upstate New York is on here, and I will be in upstate New York mid-November um, to visit Austin. So I'll, I'll be there like quickly for, you know, a short weekend, but um, upstate New York in the fall. Hello. Like, how could I be upset? So beautiful. that's really exciting. So, um, so yeah, you know, starting to check some places off and, uh, you know, looking forward to as things continue to open up and all that stuff, you know, to continue to check the boxes. And I'm sure, um, I mean, you have many trips ahead of us as well. Um, you know, whether it be challenge mania or, you know, I know that there's some other trips that are being planned for next year. So, um, but I think, I mean, I'm a goal setter. I'm a list maker, a goal setter. I'm a, if I put it on paper, I'm going to do everything that I can to get it done. Um, <laughs> if I don't write it down, might not remember it. Um, first of all, um, uh, because there's just, a, I mean, y'all have listened to this podcast long enough. There's a lot going on in my brain. So <laughs> if I don't write it down, it might not exit my brain. 
um, and I might not be able to remember it. Um, and so, you know, that's one thing, but also I feel like if, you know, you make these bucket lists, if you don't have a travel bucket list or you don't have a bucket list in general, write one. It's like, it's super fun as you're doing it. Cause you're like, just like getting all hyped up on the excitement of this is something that you could accomplish. Um, but also it's so fun to like, go back and look back at it, you know, like years later and be like, man, like I've done so many of these things and like cross it off as you go. Um, so I homework for everybody. If you don't have a bucket list and or a travel bucket list, write them. And <laughs> if you want to send me a screenshot of it, cause I want to see like, this is so exciting. So it's so much fun. Um, so Anthony, um, we got a question here and it's a really good question. And it's something that I definitely want to address. And I um, mentioned it from the jump. Um, so, you know, talking about living your best life, right? So how do you go about creating the environment for living your best life when in reality, it doesn't look like an Instagram picture or a hashtag? Like what is living your best life in the real world look like? So I think my biggest thing is that a lot of what I do are things that I project out into the world that people help me fulfill. So when I make plans with people to meet up in Florida, like I did last week, or to meet up in Chicago, things like that. Um, a lot of the things that I do are already wants of mine that I've kind of put out there. Like mm -hmm. eventually I want to go to Chicago or eventually I want to go to Orlando or, mm -hmm. and people take note of that and they'll be like, Hey, I remember you saying you wanted to go blah, blah, blah. So mm -hmm. it becomes their idea, but it was my idea. So it can't yeah, you manifested be something it. I didn't want to do. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's a lot of what I do is I just kind of put out into the universe, like these are things that I would like to see happen. And whether it's friends or family or whoever that may be like, hey, I remember you saying you like this band. Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying you wanted to go to this city. That band's yeah. playing in that city and I live there. Do you Perfect. want to come visit Michelle? I'm like, heck yes, yes. I would love to. <laughs> You know, so like things like that, where you just kind of, it doesn't always have to be the full picture and people mm -hmm. get discouraged because they try to put together this whole thing of, mm -hmm. okay, if I go to this place, I have to do ABCDE, it's going to cost ABCDE money and it's going to do mm -hmm. all of this, all of that, the travel, all that. Yeah. Don't let yourself get overwhelmed with right. like the aftermath of the trip before you've even gotten yeah. to plan the trip. So just, you know, take it little by little and then it becomes fun to plan it. If you're not stressing mm -hmm. over the planning, planning has yeah. to be fun. Um, so I think that's really important too, is just making sure. And it, it always helps me to put on music that I love while I'm planning something mm -hmm. yeah. in that right mood, you know, yeah. throw on something that makes you happy. You know, if you're planning something and you're like, okay, like I'm sitting here planning, I'm kind of excited about it, but you know what? Let me throw some Lanny on and be like, exactly. all right, I'm and really going like, to get to right, it. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So just like set the mood, set the tone for yourself okay. and just make sure it's stuff that you really want to do and then put it out there. And, you know, even if you want to go by yourself, do it yourself if, yeah. if it's something that's doable. But if it's something you want to include other people on, let them help fill in the gaps. Yeah. Um, so, you know, looking at the concept of living your best life, um, what advice would you give to someone maybe who like maybe to them living their best life? Maybe they're not a travel person. Maybe mm -hmm. that's not what they enjoy. You know, they just, they look at it from a different perspective. So 
what advice would you give just to the general person um, outside of, you know, travel and going places and doing things um, just from like a standard, I guess, bucket list perspective, you know, what kind of mindset and, you know, life focus would you recommend and like recommend, I guess, for people? Great. Yeah, no. So like you said, again, everything is different for everybody. So that just Mm -hmm. happens to be my way of living my best life, which is not um, rational or feasible for everybody, you know, like people have families and people have kids mm-hmm. or jobs or yeah. things like that that don't allow them to step away. I, another mm-hmm. thing that adds to my ability is I work from home. So yeah. I can take my work anywhere that has Wi-Fi. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. um, but yeah, like, no, th- everybody has things that make them happy and it doesn't have to be anything having to do with money at all. It could literally be like, you know what, I'm living my best life sitting in my living room by myself and there's no screaming kids Mm that they went out with their other parent for the night or whatever to to some sort of thing. Like whatever it is that makes you happy, just make sure that you're doing it every so often. And to me, that's honestly living your best life. You doing the things that bring you joy as minimal as it may seem. Because people think in order to be happy, you have to be out there Mm -hmm. flashing money everywhere and like- being extravagant which is not the case like literally one of my favorite things to do is call a friend up and be like hey i got this bottle of like six dollar wine that needs to be drank do you want to come over and just like (laughs) right out like have a little face-to-face or even on zoom you know it's like hey you got a bottle i got a bottle like let's do it like let's just link up for an hour let's talk Mm -hmm. you know it could be something that requires no effort on your part Mm -hmm. that just fulfills you and i think one thing that i love that goes hand in hand with that is I always tell people I'm like find out what your love language is because you can do so much mm. with your love language in regards to and if people don't know what that is then we'll fill them in but yeah <laughs> um, basically there's five different love languages which um mine is quality time and so mine mm-hmm. when I travel I go meet up with people and I spend time yeah. with them in their environment or in their mm-hmm. element and or somewhere that we all want to be or yeah. the case may be so mine is quality time so for me going to Chicago to meet up with all you guys. I'm getting mm-hmm. this quality time with you all. Right. So almost nothing could You're go getting, wrong. Like, you know, it's like, filled up. yeah, exactly. So, whereas, you know, some are, um, sometimes I draw a blank on what the other four are so, because I'm so, so focused all on five mine. of them are quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch and gifts. So I knew you know, and, <laughs> of course I know. So my number one, so, so how the, what the like test quiz, whatever thing does is it right? Like it gives you percentages. So it kind of ranks them from like highest to lowest. So my highest is words of affirmation and like not far below it is quality time. Um, so, you know, like, I mean, I just want to like sit and talk and like, just do life with people, what, whether it's over. I mean, that's why I love like, you know, having people on the podcast. Cause like, we just get to like spend time with each other and, um, you know, but like you said, whether it's over zoom or whether it's like going and visiting people, like, um, you know, like I don't have to have this whole super full itinerary of all the things to do. Like we can literally just go like, like I said, you know, like me and Liz, we're going to Epcot on Friday, but like Saturday, we plan on like spending most of the day by the pool, just like being together, you know, just like chilling. Exactly. And, you know, um, but I think, I think a big thing, um, and you mentioned this a minute ago is like, you don't have to be like flashing around all this money to like, to live your best life. Like that's free. But the concept of living your best life is free. It's how you yep. choose to execute it. That could cost money. Um, and you know, like, what you need to do, you need to figure out 
what's most important to you, what matters to you on a level that is achievable. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're like, I want to go to Paris, you're not going to do that tomorrow unless you're like <laughs> rolling in money or you have a huge savings account or you've been planning for this for a long time. Um, I would love to go to Paris. It's on my bucket list. Um, but I, there's planning that's involved with that, right? Um, exactly. But, you know, so what matters on an achievable level? Maybe it's a career goal. Uh, maybe it's, you know, a, a, a personal goal. It's something you want to overcome. Um, and then go from there. You know, what do you need to do or to, to have to be satisfied with your life? And I'm not saying that, you know, like you have to go places and do things and have money and do this and that and the other to be satisfied with your life because, like you said, you know, a $6 bottle, $6 bottle of wine, maybe all it takes, you know, like, yep. you know, what, what do you need to be satisfied with your life? What fulfills you? Um, and once you've figured that out, that like base level, what fills up like my cup, right. Yeah. And set some goals, like take that and then set some goals. Cause for me, like my core need, my core, like, what do I need to be satisfied with my life is, I just needed to solidify my love for myself because if I didn't have that, I'm not, I'm not going to be fun to be around for anybody. Like, and so, you know, I, I, and obviously that's like, we're all a work in progress every day for the rest of our lives. Like, I'm not like, Oh, I got that figured out. I'm good to go. Um, but, But like, once I realized like that core desire, um, then I got to the point where like, okay, I like my, the main thing that I want is just to like, be like, build these relationships with the people that I love. And whether that's by doing like zoom calls and like zoom hangouts, going to visit each other, them coming to visit me, all of the above, you know, like whatever that may be, I, you know, I've set goals. Okay. Well, I've got friends who live here. I'm going to go visit there. Check that box, you know, like, and, and, doing so with purpose. And, you know, like maybe your goal is, you know, like you're unhappy in your job. So, okay. That's understandable. You know, we've all had jobs that we've been unhappy in before. So what can you do about it? You know, you can start polishing your resume, see what's out there. I'm not saying go to your boss and be like, Hey, I hate you. I quit. Like (laughs) I don't necessarily recommend unless you're in a super toxic situation. Um, that's like harmful to you. Um, I don't really recommend like quitting a job until you have another one, but again, you know, your situation. So very situational. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but you know, like if you're unhappy in your job, figure out what you're unhappy with and start looking for something else. Um, you know, if you, if you live in a, in a super busy city and you are tired of the rat race and the fast pace of all of that, well then, you know, maybe take some time on the weekends to like go outside of the city to like maybe somewhere that's like more like rural or suburban and like, you know, go for a hike or do something, you know, that's, that's quiet. Um, you know, like take the steps that like you, that you need to take to inject like joy into every part of your life, you know, whether it's work, it's your personal life, your romantic life, you know, like set goals, you know, take a class, learn something new, start a new hobby. You know, there's so many different things. Like as human beings, we're always growing and evolving. And there's so many different opportunities for us to learn about ourselves and about each other. And so I think it's, I mean, it's our responsibility to ourselves and to, to the people around us to, to continue growing and learning. And, you know, like 
what's more fun than learning a new hobby? Even if you're terrible at it, you can give it a shot. I mean, I feel like 90% of people tried to make bread during the pandemic. I didn't because I knew I would not be good at it. I know my strengths. I love to bake. Baking fresh bread, not for me. There's too much science and math involved because there's Mm -hmm. like, there's just, if there is math involved in baking, not going to do that recipe. Going to find another one. Like, it's just not for me. But, you know, I think you're literally nailing it though. Like, because everything that you're saying right now, mm -hmm. the core of all of that is yourself. Yeah. And like you said, if you don't start with your, and now I'm sounding like Michael Jackson starting with the man (laughs) in the mirror, you know, like, like, Uh, but yeah, it's so true because you can throw your energy into everything and everybody, but at the end of the day, you are who you have mm-hmm. when you go to bed at night or when you wake yeah. up in the morning, like you have to start with yourself. And so yeah. you have to figure out like, what are even little things? Like you said, you don't have to mm-hmm. go anywhere. Like it could be, oh my God, I've been working on this puzzle for three weeks and I finally yes. just put the last piece in. Exactly. I deserve to like go eat some ice cream because I just like did something like, I wanted I to do. I killed this puzzle. Right. Like, yeah. you know, it does not have to be anything crazy. It really right. starts so simple. Like one of my favorite mm-hmm. things to do is just like literally just after work, I'll shut my laptop, I'll turn on some music and just have my own freaking like party by myself. Yeah, like, you just dance around. it out. <laughs> yes. And it feels so good. Like to me, that's another version of living your best life. Like I'm listening to the music I want to listen to mm-hmm. by myself, having a blast, no cost yeah, associated with that's it. That's free. It's simple. Yeah. Being happy like that is just like putting yourself in your own good mood element is free. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there. Exactly. Well, and like, I mean, take chances, take risks, like try yes. new things. Like, because if you don't, if you don't try new things and take risks and take chances, you'll never have the opportunity to appreciate what you have. You know, mm-hmm. um, when I moved away from Memphis, that was a big risk. It was a big change. You know I mean? I've lived there my entire life. Um, but if I, like, I so appreciate being from that city now and getting to go back and visit and like having people come visit me and I take them to Memphis or like people are like, Hey, I'm going to Memphis. Where should I go? And I give them my right. whole list and whatever. Um, because, I, I appreciate it. And so like, that's on, you know, more of a grand scale, but you know, everything that I've been through in the last, you know, year, that's made me appreciate just the simple relationships and, um, just this, like the simple moments, you know, and, um, you know, sometimes like the happiest moments that we have are like the most mundane things, but they're made special by who they're shared with, you know, whether it's, um, you know, something like this, or if it's something like going to challenge mania Chicago, um, or, you know, if it's something like you said, having a $6 bottle of wine with a friend, like it sounds so simple, so mundane, but it's like some of the most special memories and, you know, like surround yourself with people that bring out the best in you because there's truly nothing more rewarding. And I'm not saying you have to have 50 friends that live all across the United States and, you know, they're all your best friends and whatever, like find your people and hold them tight because like, it's about quality over quantity. Um, and you know, even if there's two of them, that's fine. Like you don't have to have 20, you can have two, that's fine. Um, but like you want people that bring out the best in you and that celebrate you and like that make you feel good. And, you know, like another thing too, like big, if this was typed out, like this would be in bold and all caps, don't hinge your happiness on things that you think will impress other people Mm -hmm. because you will end up feeling very empty with that. 
Um, you know, that's, that's living someone else's idea of your best life. And I mean, I feel like we've all been guilty of it. I've definitely been guilty of it of like, I mean, I've talked about that on the podcast, especially, you know, the one that I did with Tyrone is like, and, and with Ray as well, I talked so much about like, I developed my interests and my personality based on what I thought somebody else wanted me to do and be and think and whatever. And that's doing a disservice to myself. And, and so, you know, like, don't, again, don't hinge your happiness on other people because you will be disappointed over and over and over and over again, because we're human and we're going to disappoint each other. It doesn't matter how much you love somebody, how good you are to somebody, we're going to disappoint each other. So if we aren't hinging our happiness on each other and on other people, then we're going to, we are going to be living our best lives, you know, because it's a life that makes you happy and like, lets you be at your full potential, you know? Agreed. And I think, you know, that kind of made me trigger another point in my brain, mm-hmm. but there are also layers to getting that fulfillment and things like that as well, because you can be like, you know, I'm going to actually use Chicago as yeah. a reference, you know, getting to Chicago Step one was like, we knew we were living our best lives. It basically did not matter what happened. We could care less where we went. Yeah. Yeah. Did not matter. Like, I think we just like almost just, I don't know what the word form of this would be, but like winged the weekend. Like we were winging it. You know what I'm saying? We were yo blowing. We were yo blowing. Is that, there really wasn't much of a plan. The youths that listen to this, is that so cool to say? Like, yo Do we still say yo (laughs) <laughs> we're we're old help us <laughs> got the community club here so like, <laughs> um yeah like, there's so many different layers to it so you know things that i think of is that we had our group that we went with and we were all hanging out we're all feeling self-fulfilled but then you also have to make sure that within that like is the whole group fulfilled as well as yourself yeah. as an individual within that group mm-hmm. like are you happy doing exactly what the group is doing or do you need a little shake up do you so, need a minute like you know by yourself so as you know, like uh-huh. there's two things from the that. Irish goodbye. So yes, number one is the Irish goodbye. Literally, I could not have been more than what, like three feet away from you, if that, yeah. like, mm-hmm. b- like away from you, Austin, Caitlin, everybody, yeah. and just boom, I he take just off. But I am away. <laughs> very good at that. So I will say it that like it has nothing to do with them not paying attention to who's around them. I am just he was gone. He just vanished. Like, I was like, I'm going to be on a freaking episode of Dateline. And this is not how I wanted it to go. Like, I didn't want it to be on this side of things. Like, (laughs) my friend has been kidnapped in Chicago. (laughs) And even though our hotel was not that far, like, nobody, like, caught on. By the time I got a text from somebody being like, hey, did you, like, go back in one of the bars? Or did you take off? Or what did you do? I was like, oh, I'm in bed. Like, I was already back. Yeah. Ridiculous. So that's by the time, and by the time we got back, you were asleep, which was like not even, not even much later, like not much longer after that. Ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. So you know, it's just something like that where I'm like, you know what? Everybody's kind of talking about trying to find food, da 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 da, whatever the case may be. I was like, you know, would really make me live my best life is going to sleep. Like at that point, like it's been a full day. Like we're done. Um, That's what you needed. Opposite flip side of that is when we were in the one bar and all of a sudden a few of us found the SB, which stands for secret bar, because we just thought that yeah. would be something to also, <laughs> that would be really funny. Like, Hey, like we saw a bar over there. Like let's yeah. just sneak over there and do a shot. Just right. cause it was like, 
a little more intimate. It was kind of like yeah. a little secretive. So it was like, yeah. this is bringing like a little bit of adult, <laughs> you know, and um, yeah. you know, just things like that can also, again, like within the whole scope of the mm-hmm. weekend, you can also break it down a little further and right. have these little fun moments that even though there was nothing wrong with the weekend, you just created these little pockets of like extra exactly. little excitement for yourself. Pockets of you bonus know? joy. Exactly. Yeah. Or when we yeah. saw like, the Instagrammer in the wild, that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I took a video of that. And I literally have a video of me being like, sup girl. Like, <laughs> and, like you can hear you like cackling in the background. It's amazing. It's the best. Oh man. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, but I, I completely agree with you. Um, I was talking to to Liz not too long ago, actually. Um, she was going on a, because she lives in, in Boca, so she's not too far from Disney, so she's down there a lot. And she was going for the weekend with some friends, and you know, we were just talking about, like, we're the type of people that, like, we'll go to the parks, whatever, but, like, if we're ready to, like, go, like, we need some chill time, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, if it's just a lot, okay, go lay by the pool, you know? And, you know, having the ability to do that, which me and her, we love to stay at uh, Disney's Pop Century Resort because it's on the Skyliner. So if you Mm want to go back to your hotel, hop on the Skyliner, ride it back over, which is peaceful (laughs) in and of itself. Um, I say that I'm terrified of heights. Uh, Liz has very good blackmail of me, like screaming and panicking on the Skyliner last time I was there. So hopefully this time (laughs) I'm going to be so brave and so strong and I'm going to not be afraid probably gonna be afraid we'll see but, uh, <laughs> we'll see, Liz, I I'm, gonna, see that. <laughs> I'm sure she'll send it to you um but uh but yeah you know just like finding little things you know whether it's on a trip or whether it's just like you know you're sitting at home and it's like a you know it's a Tuesday night and you're like you know what tonight I really just like want to binge watch some tv you know mm-hmm. laundry can wait till tomorrow I just I have worked really hard on xyz and I'm gonna do this tonight there's nothing wrong with that because I don't care who you are or what's going on like you deserve that you deserve these little opportunities for rest and relaxation and little pockets of joy so whatever you're telling yourself listening to this right now whatever form of rest you need, whether it's to go on a trip with a friend or if it's just like to lay in your bed and turn into a potato and watch um, a TV show, freaking (laughs) do it. Like do it because you deserve it. Okay, so I have referenced things that my friend Cody um, has said on his Instagram before because every now and then, like he's he doesn't post like constantly on Instagram, but when he does, it's like this like whole monologue and it's always just (laughs) full of chaos and wisdom. Um, which is kind of Cody in a nutshell, um, <laughs> which I feel like we all need those people in I our lives. I feel like I need so, to follow him though, because I love everything, including probably what you're about to read, but I need to yes, give him a follow for sure. You really do. Um, <laughs> if y'all don't follow uh, Cody, go do that. Um, it's at Cody Topolar. And, but also if you're a Disney fan, or even if you're not, he owns this company with um, a couple other people called the Lost Bros. And they make absolutely the best Disney merch that exists. And it's at the lost bros b-r-o-s um so i'm quick so little stupid plug. i didn't realize that's who it was i already yeah. followed oh page. my god i love that <laughs> oh my god i love it so awesome. quick plug quick plug for my friends <laughs> go follow that. them um but yeah so cody he posted the other day um the less i needed the better i felt um and like even that first line before i even read the whole thing i was like woof like that's right. yeah <laughs> Um, and, you know, he was just talking about like, you know, trying to be too productive and trying to do all the things and, you know, like just trying to fit everything into this small amount of time and like not just enjoying anything. Um, 
And he said, um, when it comes to accomplishing goals, life is like 4,000 weeks. And if we're, if we're lucky and we, you know, some of us have already lived a fair amount of those. And I don't want to spend my days driving myself crazy when I'm lucky enough to be able to enjoy them. So he said, if you're doing this to yourself, this is your reminder. You're going to die. Maybe soon, maybe later. Either way, it's coming. The game is to enjoy every second possible. And life doesn't make it easy in the first place. Enjoy it all. And don't create pressure where there doesn't need to be. And be nice to yourself because most other people will do the job of being assholes to you anyway. (laughs) It's so very true. I love that. It's so true, right? (laughs) And, but yeah, I mean, like, there, you know, my, my mom always says, don't make a mountain out of a molehill um, yeah. because it's the truth, you know, like we've only got so much time in our lives and like, you know, maybe somebody's listening to this and like, well, that's morbid, but I mean, like it's the truth. And so like, why, why waste it, you know, in a situation where you're unhappy or, um, you know, like, and I'm not saying like live life based on your happiness because like sometimes work is work and you just like, you're not going to love your job and you just need to suck it up and like deal with it. But if it's like, if it's like sucking the life out of you, that's totally different than you being like, Oh me, I'm I'm not happy because (laughs) I don't, I mean, I'd like to read books for a job. I freaking love my job, but if I could get paid to read books all day, I'd do that. I don't think that, I don't (laughs) think that's a job unless it's like one of those like book influencers, you know, but that's a lot, that's a lot of work. Right. And I just can't, but, but yeah, you know, like everything looks different to everyone. So I think, and I mean, I feel like this is a, a theme that, you know, is, is very apparent on the podcast, at least recently is just like choosing yourself and focusing on your life. Because I think for so long, and you know, I've talked to so many people who feel this way, you know, we were taught self-care is selfish or, you know, focusing on you or talking about you or doing what you want. That's selfish. And there's definitely a line. Like, I mean, don't be like, well, I'm not going to hang out with you because I want to do this and like do that every day for the rest of your life. And like, well, you can hang out with me if you do what I want. Like there's a balance, Um, (laughs) you know, like learn how to say no, but also say yes. Um, And like, no, you know, know your balance, but you know, self-care isn't selfish and doing what you want and speaking up for what you need is absolutely not selfish because, that leads to growth and growth leads to a more fulfilled and like living your best life, you know? So, um, but you know, it's so hard with social social media because we see what other people are doing and we're like, Oh, they really got it all together and they're so successful and whatever. And, you know, like my encouragement to anybody who's seeing that is like, well, one, you don't know what's going on, like behind the lens, behind the filter, whatever. But also if you hear this and you post on social media, like, try to be authentic in what you're posting, you know, like, uh, there's enough BS around there. And I understand like there are people who are influencers and they have ad campaigns and like, you know, they have to post certain things at certain times. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, if you were in the worst season of your life, you know, like, why not talk about it? You know, like I I'm the first, I'm the first person. Yeah. There's no, there's such a stigma around that, but like, speaking from experience, when you finally speak up and talk about something, you will be blown away by the support that you receive and by the other people that needed to hear it and by the stories that people come and they tell you. And then you're like, okay, like, and then that empowers you to again, live your best life because you know, you're just letting it all loose. And, um, I actually found, 
uh, online, 13 keys to living the best life possible. So do we want to, do we want to go through them and kind of comment on each, each key as we go? Yeah, let's do it. I love that. Okay. Um, so the first one is, and we've talked about this a little bit, but identify what matters most to you. Um, so Anthony, you know, I said for me, you know, it was, you know, obviously like choosing myself, but then like building relationships with the people close to me. So for you, um, what did you identify that matters most to you? Honestly, it's kind of a little bit of the same, like definitely, you yeah. know, putting myself first. And then I think secondary though, is there's nothing like seeing just one of your favorite people's faces just light up. Right. And that's one of the uh. things that brings me so much joy and like, it could be something so stupid well, in your eyes. It might seem very stupid and simple, but to them, it means the world that you took like that extra second mm-hmm. to think of them or, um, or show appreciation for them or whatever yeah. have you, you know? So I think definitely that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so the second one is practice being present. Um, and that's a big thing. Um, there was a, a book I read a long time ago called present over perfect. Um, and you know, I mean, I struggle, like I've always struggled with that. It's like, you know, how can I be better? How can I do this? How can I do that? But it's good to have goals. It's good to want to grow and you know, all this stuff. And I talk about it all the time, but you've also got to be present in the moment. You know, Mm -hmm. don't be so focused on what's next that you miss out on the season of life that you're in because, you know, like you don't want to miss what's going on around you. I completely agree with that. And it's, it's funny because a lot of my closest friends are planners, such as yourself, you know, like (laughs) you, my sister that I travel with most, one of my friends Mm -hmm. that I go visit the most, like very planning people. And I'm one of the people who I have like a plan ish. (laughs) <laughs> but I am very okay with also kind of going with the flow and letting things yeah. kind of happen as they happen. So there could be a time where I'd be like, you know what? I need to plan that I am going to X city. But yeah. when I'm there, I don't really care what happens, which frightens people. And I get that. Yeah. But I think I think that's why I am so close with people who are the mm-hmm. opposite of that. Yeah. Because then they bring in a little bit other. of, yeah, they bring in a little bit of um like form format and everything Mm -hmm. like that and I bring a little bit of the loosen up the reins a little bit because if you try to go on this whole schedule you may screw yourself (laughs) so you know because if you get off that it's like (gasps) right yeah yes so I mean I I need that in my life because you know like I get so caught up in what's supposed to be like this well Mm -hmm just be in the, like, just enjoy where you are and what you're doing. And I'm, I'm getting a lot better about that. Like shockingly, you know, me and Liz, again, going to Epcot, um, we are going to, you know, I know we will walk around the world showcase. I shockingly, she, and she's going to hear this after, um, the trip because the trips this weekend, this episode will go up next Monday. Um, but, uh, I don't have a list of all the foods and all the drinks that I'm going to eat and how much they're going to cost. I don't have a spreadsheet. Like, I don't like, I'm just like, I'm just like, we're going to start in Mexico and we'll go from there. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I like, there's a couple of things though. that like, I want to try that I'm like, okay, like, you know, high level, I would like to do this. And so we're, we're doing that. We're going to spend the day by the pool the next day. And, you know, our friend Cody is playing a show in Orlando. So we're going to go see his show. High level things. That's what we're going to do. And then going to Boston, like I told Paul Butler, I was like, there are two bookshops I would like to go to outside of that long for the ride. And so like, 
I'm getting a lot better. It's called growth. (laughs) But like that I don't know everywhere that I'm going to go and what the menu is of the restaurant and already have my meal picked out and all this stuff. Like I've like gotten a lot better about it. Um, But it's still a struggle. But I've missed so much of my life because I've been focused on what was next that I like I'm so fully committed to like being as present as possible um, and not thinking about like, well, where am I going to be five years from now? Okay, that's five years from now have goals, whatever, but like, don't miss out on your current life thinking about your future life, you know, um, because yeah. chances are it could change, um, you know, in lots of different ways that you don't expect. <laughs> and, you know, those may be good things. Those may be bad things, but you know, if you've got it all planned out and then the rug gets pulled out from under you, that's either going to like cause celebration or a nervous breakdown, depending on how you handle things, or maybe a exactly. little bit of both. So <laughs> Well, and I love that too, because, you know, like staying in the moment, I, I think one of the most important things is, and I don't mean this in a life or death way necessarily, but you don't know who's going to be there right. in a week, a month, a year. So live with the people you're with right now. Enjoy mm-hmm. the people you have around you. You know, I mean, that could be a life or death thing, but it could also just be like you grow apart or somebody moves yeah. or things, right. you know, just prevent you guys from enjoying each mm-hmm. other. So while you've got those people that you care about, make those memories and be present like you said and let the future happen when it happens yeah well and that kind of feeds into point three it's and you know which is similar to point two it's savor the moment um Mm -hmm. you know and it's you know like you said just you know being with the people that you're with because especially for you know for people like us who we have friends all over the country you know we may see these people once a year like Liz I haven't seen her since September of 2020 like Mm -hmm. so you know I know like we already have plans of like when we'll see each other next after that but like just being in the moment and enjoying the people that you're with when you're with them. Because like you said, it could be a couple of years before you see them again. I mean, think of all the like traveling that we all did pre pandemic and then the pandemic hit and like all these things that you thought were going to happen. You didn't get to see these people. You didn't mm-hmm. get to go these places. And so we really had to appreciate, you know, like when we did get to spend time together. And so that, um, then we get to point four, um, it is listen and have empathy Um, those are, that's the fourth key to living your best life possible. So, I mean, I've, I've learned a lot from, from other people, um, other people's stories, how they process things, how, um, like the lessons that they've learned and, you know, just having empathy for people's situations. Um, you know, me and Ray talked about this a little bit on, um, the, the anger podcast, but just really like, you don't know what somebody has been through and what they've experienced that day. And, um, so, you know, having empathy for, you know, what they could possibly be going through, um, will help you grow as a person because then you don't end up being so like reactionary and angry and, you know, you're just, you know, you can't control what you can't control. Right. I could not agree more. And this (laughs) one is actually like a huge point for me and myself and my growth as well. And getting to a point of living my best life because, um, I didn't have a lot of empathy like back when Mm -hmm. I had, I had a lot of understanding, but I just, for some reason I was like, I kind of get what's going on over there, but at the same time, I really don't. But when you're, of course, you know, like a teenager, things like that, like you're not really expected to take the time to like figure out exactly what's going on in the situation. But the more people I met, you know, whether it's from college or afterwards and, you know, people that I met online or, you know, just in my travels, because I'm one of those people who can walk up to a stranger and make a new friend in five minutes, you know, like I got to experience so many different types of people going through so many different types of things. And Mm -hmm. especially the pandemic, like when you really get to like 
you've got nothing else to do except for like talk to your friends and dig deep and ask those questions like, hey, you're not yourself today. Like what's going on? And I think people just got to a point where they're like, screw it. Like I'm vulnerable mm-hmm. right now. I'm yeah. just going to tell you what the heck is going on and yeah. you can take me or leave me. Yeah. And I feel like I've got like such a well-rounded, um, never know everything, but you know, like a well-rounded at this point, mm-hmm. um, like scope of things that my friends could be going through. And it's crazy because I've been, I was in high school voted. I went to a high school where my graduating class was like over 700 people. Like it was a huge oh, wow. class. And out of that class, I was voted most talkative. So I'm it's weird. <laughs> yeah, right. You're so surprised, right? <laughs> but uh, like fast forward, here we are. And I couldn't tell you how many people tell me like, you're such a good listener. You listen to what I'm really saying. Mm-hmm. You can interpret it so well. Like, and I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit here. So I'm really sorry because I hate no, doing that. No. But, like I've had people literally tell me like, you literally took my words and then like told it back to me in a way mm-hmm. that like I understand it better than I told it mm-hmm. to you. Like I yeah. understood something that I wasn't catching when it was mm-hmm. just in my brain. I have yeah. so many friends that come to me for whether it be advice or event sessions or yeah. you know what have you. And they're like, holy crap, like the answer was in my words, but like you helped me see it by listening yeah. and really like taking the key parts of that and like feeding it back to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge listener now. I love yeah, listening. Yeah, I love like, that. I love that. That's probably the last, like, five, six years. Like, and you yeah. would never know it. Like, as long as I've known you, like, I've been a pretty good listener, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a growing. It really did. Yeah. Shout out to growth. That's another <laughs> thing that, like, fulfills me as well and helps me live my best life when somebody's like, yeah. thank you for what you did. And it's not even, like, the actual thank you. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need to hear that. But just, like, being it able makes to me support know that them. They, yes, exactly. They felt supported enough to feel like yeah. I was worthy of a thing is more so what yeah. I love. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, so the next thing, we touched on this a little bit a minute ago, um, learning to flow. So, um, you know, I think, I think you know, we, we covered that one of just, you know, not over-planning things, but not, you know, over-winging things. Just kind of <laughs> learning to flow, like learning a balance. Um Agreed. So that was number five. Number six is hit the reset button and often. Mm. Um, so I think that's interesting because, you know, we hear reset and we think like hard reset, start from scratch, but that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, the way I, I see that is, you know, if you're kind of in a rut, right. It's like, okay, like let's hit the reset button. What, what is not serving me here? Um, you know, what is, what is providing a disservice to me? What is a roadblock that I've got? How can I eliminate it? And how can I like grow from this, you know? Um, yeah. And, you know, like I mentioned, whether it's, it's a job situation or whether it's, you know, like a friendship that, you know, it's just, it's just not great. And, you know, how can you, how can you reset that? Is it, you know, eliminating that person from your life? You know, that sounds extreme, but, you know, or is it, you know, just having a tough conversation, um, you know, kind of hitting the reset button on that friendship, you know, whatever it may be, sometimes you just need to hit refresh. Yes, absolutely. And I am a huge fan because as you said, there is a range of resets that we can go mm-hmm. through. And I'm oh, yeah. a huge fan of the reset. And not only does it, it can be a personal reset. It can be a professional mm-hmm. reset. It can be an emotional reset. Like there's so many different versions of a reset. Like right now, honestly, I feel like I'm going through a reset, but mine isn't one where I was like going crazy. It's just that I got home from a lot of time away. So my reset is, Hey, make sure you're taking time to like catch up on that rest, 
enjoy yeah. reading that book. Catch <laughs> up on your shows and be lazy. And like, let that next adventure be where it's going to be. And mm-hmm. just enjoy these next few weeks where you've got no obligations and hit a reset. But then, like yep. you said, it could also be, hey, I'm not happy at work. How do I reset this? Do I right. get another job? Or is there something I can do that will make this same job mm-hmm. better? You know, is it yeah. something that's within my control that I'm just being nasty to the environment right. and I could change it myself? Yeah. Or, you know, like you said, relationships, <laughs> we know those can, you know, yeah. change mm-hmm. drastically. And that could be a reset. And then right. you literally can go from your reset being take a nap to your reset being, I am going to change my hair and change my yeah. vibe and move across the country and right. talk to nobody. Like I have had friends, um, well, one immediately that I can think of that literally was like in our core group of friends and like literally ghosted everybody. Like have no idea, like this person lives in the same town as me. So we all went to college and this is not even yeah. like talking crap. Cause I still like, if yeah. this person rang my doorbell tomorrow in a heartbeat, I'd be like, what's been going on? How are you? Love you. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where the environment we knew was taking a toll on them. Mm-hmm. They didn't enjoy being around, not necessarily the people, but just the places and certain yeah. outliers and things like that. And so they did like basically what I would call almost the most drastic reset yeah. And that's just dropping people without notice and just being like, yeah. not serving me anymore yeah. for what I need. And on one hand, like, you know, I was a little hurt because I was like, I don't feel like I did anything to you. And I felt like I was mm-hmm. there for you. But on the other hand, I'm like, good for you. Because yeah. if that's what you felt you had to if that's do. That's what you needed. Yeah. You got it. And I hope that now you're in a place where you're so much more happy. And mm-hmm. if it was worth it, then I'm not hurt at all. You know, if yeah. you're sitting there miserable with your life and you're regretting it and everything like that I mm-hmm. feel bad for you because you didn't have to do that but if you are happy now and you're healthy and all of that yeah who knows because yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> so number seven is be self-aware this one's mm. hard <laughs> because like being self-aware I mean it's being aware of the areas that you need to grow but also being aware of people's perception of you, which you're not always responsible for. But if you see a pattern, there may be something you need to reevaluate. But I'm not here saying like, well, if somebody thinks you are X, Y, Z, it's true. That's not necessarily the case. If uh, you have questions about this, go back to my episode on perception versus reality, because I talk about that in detail. Um, but but just be self-aware, be aware of you know how you come across to people. And like I said, if you see a pattern in relationships or a pattern just in your life in general, um, you know, like maybe evaluate, okay, why is this happening? Um, but just yeah, be aware of of your needs, of you know, how people view you, um, and of you know the way you react to certain situations too, I think is a big thing for me. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And one thing that I learned very, you know what, I'm going to tell you, our thirties are great. I don't care what people yes. say, you know, I'm a couple I'm years in my thirties. You just entered your thirties. You're getting into like, I love to call it. Like, I love that people now are saying like, I'm entering my reputation era, you know, which is a Taylor Swift I, reference. Of course, I am you wearing will. a reputation yes. shirt right now. Yes. I'm wearing, it's got the snake on it. And I love it. Taylor Swift, and it's got yeah, it's like Taylor. Yeah, Swift's and to reputation. me, it wasn't even like I know people took that as to mean like she took a flip from like the sweet innocent girl to a little bit of a dark side. But to me, that just means like I'm entering a new phase, and like I, 
wanted to do something to fulfill some yeah. part of myself that like now you're entering your rap era and I feel like the 30s yeah. is a good like rap era yeah. um, and one of the things that I learned in my 30s that being self-aware doesn't mean having to point out only your flaws being self-aware also recognizes which part of you should be non-negotiable and then oh, you yeah. have to be like oh I love great, that but they don't take it that's on them you, know? you like it Cole you don't peace out Boop. Yeah. <laughs> I love exactly. that. Yeah. yeah be self-aware of the good and the bad and know that it's okay to be non-negotiable on the very good things, you know, because yeah. that's that's what some people love about you as well. So yeah. So more homework for you guys. Find your non-negotiables and Boom. like keep them in your head because you know, whether it's in a romantic relationship, a friendship, like a work environment, whatever, it's very important to know that and to know like these are the things that like I'm not swaying on. Um, and yeah, I love that. You're non-negotiables. So that was number seven. That was great. (laughs) Number eight is comfort yourself, which is hard for me. Um, because I'm like, I'll comfort everybody else. Um, you know, I'm an Enneagram type two. This is not a shock to anyone. Um, I'm the helper. Um, but I am learning. Um, and I feel like I am slowly, but surely getting better at comforting myself and recognizing my own needs. Um, and you know, if I'm like at capacity, um, you know, not just exhausting myself for the sake of others, um, but knowing like, okay, this is what Kelsey needs today. And I'm not going to be doing myself any good or being able to serve anyone else if I can't take care of me. Um, and you know, whether that be like a bubble bath of (laughs) self-care or that's just like, you know, just doing something that I want to do or saying no to something that I don't want to do. You just got to comfort yourself because at the end of the day, you know, Ryan Holiday talks about it in all of his books. I've talked about it all over this podcast. Like you're all you've got at the end of the day, you could be married. You could be in a relationship. You could be single. You could have all these friends. You could have no friends, whatever, regardless of the situation, whether you're, you know, like bottom man on, on the totem pole at your company or your freaking Bill Gates, all you've got is yourself at the end of the day. Um, so you gotta, you gotta comfort yourself. You gotta be there for you. Yeah, I completely agree as, as well on that. You know, it's like only you know what will give you like get you as close to that hundred mm-hmm. percent feeling. Exactly. You know, um, people could think they know what you need, but ultimately you are the one that can give that to yourself, exactly. um, or find out how to get it for yourself. Um, and like you said, it could be something like I'm getting in a bath and just like that's my comfort zone or like yeah. mine is very much just putting on like mindless TV and yes. zoning out, you know, like <laughs> after I've done my duties for the day or whatever, mm-hmm. I love nothing more than like, if I have no plans, just laying down, turning on Netflix or whatever. There's yeah, some shows I've watched out. like over and over that are my like quote unquote comfort shows. Like yeah. if you can't watch a certain show, like 90 times, like mine is so stupid, but the one that always makes me like just laugh no matter how many times you've seen it is the simple life with Paris oh and my god I love that so much it's just it's so stupid but it makes me like if you ever because you know I snort like if you ever want to see me uncur- uncontrollably snort throw on any episode of the simple life and I will sit there and <laughs> you're just gonna lose, lose it, lose it. <laughs> but to me like that's one of the like because laughter is like my comfort as well like I love laughing um yeah. And so, like, to me, it's just, like, throwing on a chill like that or mm-hmm. just, you know, like, something familiar. I guess, like, I I, I put comfort and familiarity kind yeah. of in the same bubble for myself. Absolutely. Um, 
because there is something about, you know, whether it's a familiar TV show, a familiar song, a familiar face, you know, whatever the case may be, like that will always bring me comfort. Like when I see you, I'm like, oh, I feel so good right now. Like this is comforting <laughs> to me because like, again, most talking about of how many kids, but yeah. that doesn't mean that I always want to talk around everybody or that I'm comfortable talking yeah. around everybody. But like this, easy for me. Absolutely yeah. have no problem doing this. <laughs> when I did, you know, the Chance Mania podcast, easy for me like things yeah, like that sure. but if some random person from like oh we're calling from like news station blah blah blah, blah and we want to interview it a bit like oh okay <laughs> like i need to take yeah. a minute like right, I- i'm yeah. gonna do it but hold on whereas right, like yeah. you no second thought with channel yeah. Mania, no second thought like love it so. yeah um well <laughs> so number nine we've kind of touched on as well um you know with number eight and you know with several of the others is do what you love so I will just say yes. that. Do what you love. Do what you love. Love what you do. And that doesn't mean necessarily mean like for work, you know, just like do things that you love, do things that bring mm-hmm. you joy and make you happy. So that was a number nine. Number 10. This is a big one um, that I am a huge proponent of develop routines and positive habits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a creature of habit and routine. And I'll, again, you know, the planner in me almost to a fault. Um, but I've gotten better about like, not like, I don't get super disrupted by a lack of routine now. Um, you know, I have, I have like my regular routine, like when I'm at home and then I have my things that I still try to do if I like, I'm out of town on vacation, whatever. Um, but you know, like I try to, I try to wake up at a decent time, you know, have my coffee, I journal, I read, um, and you know, like positive habits for me, like reading is like a way for me to just relax. And I have a commitment to myself that at least one hour before bed every night I will read. Um, and so, you know, that means like by a certain time I'm in bed, I'm, you know, like, and it helps me wind down. It helps me relax. And, um, you know, I try to be mindful about what book I select because if I'm at a point like where I'm about to get to the good stuff in a book, I've been known to stay up until 2 a.m. to finish it because I couldn't stop. Um, So I don't recommend doing that. That's not a positive habit if you make that a habit. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, you know, like I I've seen such a difference in my life in the times where I've had routine and like positive habits. So like I put my energy into versus the times where I haven't. Um, So, you know, whether that's something is like, you know, as simple as, you know, waking up at the same time, you know, like having breakfast, like doing like whatever journaling every morning, whatever, it may be the tiniest little thing, but if it is a routine and a habit for you, like you have no idea the effect it can have on your day. Like it's a, it's a big thing. Absolutely love that. And I don't know if you saw it and I tried to be slick with it, but I pulled up my phone for like a split second because mm-hmm. when you said that, I was like, that is brilliant. Like, you know, it might not necessarily be reading for an hour before bed for me, but like, I, I need some sort of like mm-hmm. hour before bed thing for me, which yeah. may end up being reading. Cause I yeah. thank you to everybody who sent me books during the beginning of COVID <laughs> when I was in like this Amazon gift train, because <laughs> I'm still reading them, <laughs> but like yeah. not as quickly as I would like, or not like as I guess passionately as I would like now that mm-hmm. we're Kind of getting a little bit more back to normal um or i guess a lot of it back to normal as opposed yeah. to april may right, june yeah, last year right. <laughs> but um so you know i got through some of them so fast and then it just died down but like i i think that's amazing and i think that's something like 
if you're listening, take that away from this as well as everything else we're telling <laughs> you to take away from this. But that's a great one. You know, just um, one of my favorite things to do too that I haven't done since I've been down here is I love either running or walking after work. Yeah. Um, I just, I haven't really explored the options. Like if there's trails around here or if I would just have to go around the neighborhood or yeah. if I would go to a gym or what the case may be. Because again, I've been going, going, going. But right. <laughs> after I get on my cruise, there's going to be a lot of downtime finally where I can like, the area and do things that um get me into that routine yeah so i'll have my you know eight to four thirty job or whatever mm-hmm. but um ideally like yeah i would like to start doing things like that where you know before work is my favorite time to go for like a run or, Same. or a walk i mean not for Absolutely a run that's my it. favorite time period i right? don't run from anything unless it's for my life or towards some sort of like food <laughs> situation like right? i will run with excitement towards food or I will run for my life. I'm not a a <laughs> runner out of uh, passion or enjoyment for it, but I do <laughs> love my time before work in the morning. So that's what yeah. that's what I was agreeing with. <laughs> so I think that's super important though. Like my my so and this seems so simple, but I used to have alarms to struggle to wake up. Like I'd have my mm-hmm. 7:30, 7:35, 7:40, you know, every five minutes yeah. until I had to be up. Mm-hmm. Those alarms. Now I have two alarms for work and one is 15 minutes before I'm supposed to log on and one five minutes before I log on. Mm-hmm. It's not because I want to wake up to the second one, like hit hits news. That 10 minute window is mm-hmm. just like my, I'm awake. Like woosah. Yeah. Is that go pour a coffee? Is it just kind of uh, like, you know, crack your neck? Is it stand up? Is it look outside and just, like yeah. see what's <laughs> happening out there? But like that 10 minutes is mine. And mm-hmm. I would love to implement like, an hour before bed sort of, you know, mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That may be. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, you're very welcome. No, it's, it's very like, I mean, so for me, my alarm goes off at five o'clock every morning and I'm usually out of bed by like five 30 and I get up, I go like pour my coffee. Cause like I said it the night before, if I remember, if not, then I start my coffee maker. Um, and you know, I take my dogs out and then I usually like come get back in bed and I either like read or like, I'll put on, you know, like TV or like, you know, like some, like something, I don't know. Um, and I just like slowly start my day. And, you know, when the weather's nice, when it's not like freaking 40 degrees in the morning, um, and like super dewy, I'll go sit on like my, my porch and, you know, just like enjoy my coffee out there. Cause I've got it screened in to where my dogs can't like fit through the little slats and like run away. Um, but, but it's just like, for me, like slowly starting my day. And I don't do that every day. That doesn't always happen. Some days I get back in bed and I like just lay there until I like really have to get up for work and then, like get going, <laughs> especially right now when like the sun's coming up later and whatever, and, mm-hmm. and it's colder and, you know, um, but, but yeah, it's, I just, I, I've noticed a, such a huge difference in like my mental focus, um, on the days that I do follow a routine or at least, you know, like some of those positive habits versus the days that I don't, um, you know, just giving myself time to like wake up and then giving myself time to get tired and fall asleep. And, um, I notice a big difference. So, so yeah, that was number 10. (laughs) So then number 11 is commit to your connections. Um, so, you know, to me, this means, you know, if you, if you say yes to something, like mean it, like may your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes, right? Um, you know, if you, if, you know, just be intentional about your friendships and your relationships is a big thing to me. Um, you know, I don't expect, you know, the people in my life to like, 
talk to me all day, every day. I mean, there's, there's, there are certain people that I expect to hear from more often than other people. Um, but you know, if you're going to have a relationship with somebody, like be committed to it and, you know, reach out every now and then and just do like a little, like, Hey, how you doing? Check in, you know? And, um, but also, you know, if you say, Hey, like, let's get together and do something sometime, don't just never say anything about it again. Like follow up on that, actually be intentional with your words and with your, um, with your commitments to people, because, um, you know, like they may have a hard time, like being the one to reach out. So, that may help them. So, um, and I will say too, yes, because I could not agree more with like <laughs> definitely like do pulse checks on your friends, make sure yeah. you know like that that level of communication is there. One thing that I will stress more than anything, and this kind of goes back to you know other things that we've said. I know we're kind of like every, everything in this podcast is kind of like yeah going perfectly together. together. I love yeah. it. Um, so at this point, what I would like to say is that if there's something that from Dump Street you do not want to do, please just say no. Yeah. It may hurt the person's feelings for a second, but it's going to hurt more if you say, Absolutely. yes, I'm in. Yes, I'm in. I'm still in. A week later. Okay. Yep. We're doing this three days before the thing. Okay. I'm still in. And then four hours before no, I don't really want to go or I can't go or I'm making up an excuse. Yeah. Like, Or if you go and you're myself. miserable to be around. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. the thing too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do not show <laughs> up around me if you do not want to be there because right. you can have the biggest smile on your face. I can sniff BS from a mile away and I oh, yeah. know if you're having a good time mm-hmm. or not. Oh, yeah. yeah I, would just, I, I think there should be just like that honesty behind the, um, behind the response. If you say no... That's fine. If you say yes, mean yes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then also absolutely. on the opposite shoe, people should respect your choice to say no. Yes, absolutely. If they get mad at you, that's a red flag. <laughs> right, yeah, like all the red flags. Um, because, you know, like you're allowed, to, you're allowed to say no. Like, that's okay. Let's see here. All right, next, number 12, we have, and you touched on this a little bit with running, um, but it is move your body. Um, this is something I'm not great at because like I said, I'm not a big exercise person, but I do like to go on walks. I do like to be outside. Um, I'm just like, I'm not going to like go and, you know, run a freaking mile just because I feel like it, but I like to go on walks. I like to enjoy like being outside in nature and stuff like that. Um, but you know, as someone who likes to run, like, is, do you have a, a specific recommendation for people on how, like, you know, how they can do this? Start simple because the worst thing you can do is be like, I'm going to run a marathon today. And when you inevitably fail, because I'm sorry, you cannot get off the couch and go run a marathon. Yeah. Nobody can. <laughs> um, so when you inevitably fail, it's going to discourage you from, you know, trying anything again. So mm-hmm. just start simple. If, if your movement is, hey, you know, every good example me and my friend that I work well she doesn't work with me anymore she didn't even love me but um <laughs> when I used to work together um she set an alarm that every hour on like the 50 I think it was it was either like the top of the hour like 10 minutes after or like 10 minutes before the hour she set an alarm and would be like hey it's time for us to do x exercise like and mm-hmm. it'd be something easy you like oh this hour we have to do 20 jumping jacks 10 minutes before the hour this hour we have to do 10 push-ups, you know, 10 minutes for the yeah. hour and just little things like that. So even if it's something where 
you know, you can implement just a little bit of movement mm-hmm. or you're like, hey, you know what? My favorite song is three minutes and 47 seconds. Yeah. Every day I'm going to turn on that song and that's going to be my movement for the day. Start small and that. then eventually yeah. you're going to be like, hey, I'll dance for two songs or hey, <laughs> I'll go outside and walk 10 minutes and then I'll come back and dance. Or yeah. just any little movement, like don't get discouraged if, you jump too far you can always retreat a little bit you know like yeah. some people like i'm i'm guilty of it for sure because i do like to run and it's funny though because it fools people because i'm a chunker like i love my <laughs> hibachi i like to eat you know i'm like i like carbs so people are like oh you like to run like we didn't see that coming i'm like you what? i know but like <laughs> you know i'm one of those people though where if i don't run for a while it doesn't take me a long time to get back into it I am so guilty of like the first day back running being like, I'm going to mm-hmm. go run 10 miles. And then like yes. five miles and I'm like, you idiot. You should have started with like three or <laughs> one or so. like somewhere a little bit yeah. lower, you know, because yeah. then I'm like, oh, I'm out of shape. You're like I'm regretting this. And then, yeah, like literally, you said, like you just, feel like bad about it. Yeah. So I literally could have avoided all that by starting with <laughs> one mile. And then by the end of the week, getting up to three miles. And then by the end of, you know, two or three weeks. I'm back up to my six to eight miles or whatever, because it doesn't take a lot for if your body is used to something that you used to do, like you can bounce back most of the time. But yeah. even if you're not used to something, like you can build up that tolerance and just like start small and, you know, go at your own pace and just be. Yeah. I love that. Well, and it's funny because uh, again, like you said, like so much of this stuff is like feeding into its itself because number 13, um, like I just mentioned this spending time in nature. Um, yeah. you know, like I, I don't, I, I'm not like super into, like I said, like hiking and fitness and all this stuff. And like, I don't like bugs and you know, like whatever, <laughs> but like, that doesn't mean I don't enjoy being outside. And even if it's something as simple as like sitting on my back, my back porch and like, just enjoying like being outside and like, you know, like fresh air, there's just something, there's just something different, different about it. Um, so, you know, just enjoy time outside. Don't spend your time all cooped up all the time because there's just something about, you know, sunshine and fresh air that is just good for the body, but also good for the soul. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's super important. Um, like I've caught myself for some days, like, and I won't say like days or days at a time, but there are some days where like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't go outside at all. Like I didn't see a single <laughs> yeah. person. I didn't right. my car even anything like that because- yeah again, I work from home. Like some days I don't have a reason to go out if I don't have to go to the store mm-hmm. or if I don't want to go check the mail even or anything like that. Yeah. Like I don't have to go outside, but mm-hmm. I think it's super important. Like you said, like the sun and or fresh air, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. not sunny every day, everywhere you are, but like right. <laughs> the sun and, or just the fresh air. Cause even like winters in New York like that are brutal. Like, like I'll leave my window open and like sit mm-hmm. next to the window while there's a blizzard just to get that super fresh yeah, air. Yeah, that like sharp I air. Love yeah, the cold fresh air. I love it. I hate the snow, like being yeah. out there in the snow. Yeah, I love looking at the snow and getting that huh? fresh air through like the screen. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, just something as simple as that. Even even if you can't get all the way outside, like mm-hmm. get a little bit of inside, or I'm sorry, outside to you inside if you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even if it's like just go to your car or sit out on mm-hmm. your porch or go for your yeah. walk or take your dogs out, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I think that is so important. And then if you yeah. can amp it up to like doing a weekend in nature camp, right. you know, like that, which is not for everybody, but I like I love that because there's just something so simplistic about like what was already here that we can enjoy mm-hmm. for what it is. 
For sure. Absolutely. I completely agree. (laughs) Well, Anthony, after those 13 points, that's all I've got for you. Is there anything before I wrap us up? Is there anything else you want to tell the people? No, yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, this was a good conversation, I think, for people to really take in, because I swear, when you hear Live Your Best Life, so many people think of the Instagram people on their yachts mm-hmm. with their arms wide. Right, the Kardashians air, like, of the world. <laughs> right, like, you know, having the champagne cork go flying right. and <laughs> using pumping and the water is clear and everything like that. And you have to spend $4 million on your lifestyle <laughs> per year. Right. And it's not the case. It can be so simple. Yeah. And, you know, whether that's doing things by yourself or with another person or with a group, mm-hmm. there are so many versions of living your best life. And Absolutely. it really is up to you to decide what makes you feel like you are doing that. Because when you do it, you can feel it. It's not something yeah, where you're absolutely. just like, did I just live my best life or did I no, not? No, like you're you know like, it. I am living my best life. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. And like, exactly. like we've said, you know, um, you know, don't like comparison is a thief of joy, right? Like, so, um, you know, just live your best life and, you know, don't, don't let people tell you that what you're doing is, you know, like, oh, well, that's boring or whatever. No, like if people, if people, if there's somebody in your life that like, you're doing something that brings you joy, unless it's like something that's like super harmful for to you or to someone else. If you're doing something that brings you joy and there's somebody that's trying to bring you down for it, like, it sounds like that that may be something we talked about earlier. Like that may be something that you need to eliminate because you just want to surround yourself with people that are going to, you know, encourage you to be your best self. So. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, thank you once again for joining me, for taking time out of your evening to be on the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Like I said, as both your friend and a fan of the podcast, I love what you do on here. So I was, really thrilled to be a part of it so thank you yeah.